you're listening to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino. Success is in the story. Each week, I'll be speaking with a unique leader, not only in their field, but in their lives. Join us for a glimpse of their passion and talents. There's always a surprise in their story. Be the first to hear. Welcome to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino, and I am so excited to have Ms. Camille Walker with me today. I know you are going to enjoy her brilliance, her background, her experiences, and the takeaway of what she will bring to you is magnificent. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Camille Walker because she's going to share her story. She's going to give you her background. So Ms. Camille Walker. Thank you, Megan. It's a pleasure to be here today. I'm excited to uh, share with your listeners um, a little bit about my background. Um, It's sort of a tapestry, as we all are. Um, I grew up in Texas. I'm a native Texan, born and raised in Dallas, and um, grew up in a family of entrepreneurs and always knew that kind of wanted to do something in that area, but I chose um, at about 12 years old to go to law school and um, because I wanted to help people with their legal challenges and went on to law school in Texas um, at University of Houston. Um, I got my undergraduate degree in business and- Well, let me interrupt you for one second. I always like to bring people back to, I mean, your credentials and your background is impeccable and amazing. But I want to bring back to to our guests, um, which to me is what the heart and soul of Unique Leaders is, is what the story is. What created that, you know, drive and interest. And like like you said, you came from a, a family of entrepreneurs, but let's go back. So you grew up in Texas and in the Dallas area, as you said. And what... Um, yes. Uh, period of time with this event, meaning when your formative years, um, like junior high and high school, what years would that have been? Not to give your age, but just in general. Well, yeah, I mean, I grew up, um, let's see, I graduated from high school in 78. Okay. Um, During that period of time, I grew up in a suburb. And so a lot of people in my suburb, because it was pretty small back then, Mm -hmm. um, I understood people had challenges. And my dad um, loved to help people with their challenges with city government or barking dogs or any type of problem that has some sort of legality to it, he kind of just always found out what needed to be done and he was helping people. So our phone rang constantly with people needing help and I'd answer the phone and then I'd sit around and listen to him help troubleshoot those problems and I just discovered, you know, over time that, you know, I do like to help people that way. So, And what did your dad do for a living? What was his, uh, you know, even before this period of time of junior high, high school? So he was an entrepreneur at heart. Um, He started out in the um, car business as a service writer, but he went on to, um, he and his brother decided to start a used auto parts business where they bought and sold used auto parts. And they did very well. They both um, did that and my uncle continued that and then my dad went on to some other entrepreneurial ventures and then he got into real estate and so 
he's sort of a serial entrepreneur. And even to this day, I mean, he's 83 years old. He's still doing that. He does a lot of um, development related projects in real estate. And you share so, with me personally about your mother and your mother was really that woman behind the man. She, she supported him was. tremendously. She is and um, supports all of us. She's a behind the scenes kind of person, knows that she feels confident there. She is a gift for hospitality, so you always feel really welcomed. And she's a real, really great listener and encourager. So she was always encouraging everybody in our family, including my sister and myself, to be your best, and she would always be there cheering for you. So that that's the background. You can be anything you want to be. Um, you just choose what that is, and I'll get behind you and support you. And you have, you know, in that DNA of both your folks that, like you just said, you can be whatever you want to be. And uh, were they uh, college educated? Like no, they neither one i mean my my mom started college but she did not complete it my dad started junior college he did not complete it mm -hmm. um but they were really you know just dead set that i was going to go to college my sister's going to go to college we were going to have a better life and better options right. although you know they had a great life mm -hmm. um, and he did very well and um, continued to do well throughout but i always knew that I would choose something based on some experience. So going to law school was based on that, knowing that people needed help, knowing I love to research. I also was known as a person in the house who loved to pay. There were just a number of things that kind of led me down that path. What was your undergraduate uh, degree in? Business, it was in marketing. Um, yeah, so I had that good, that combination of the two and, and love, getting the education, loved learning. Um, when I graduated law school, I went to work for the city of Arlington as an assistant city attorney. That was my first job. Um, enjoyed doing that again. It was helping people solve problems, you know, citizens that had problems with the city. Mm -hmm. um, ended up doing some code enforcement work, writing ordinances. And then in the late nineties, I moved to Austin. And, um, well, I was going to share that Arlington is a suburb of Dallas. So it is. your yeah. early years, so to speak, were uh, up in the Dallas area. And uh, then you said in the you said in the 90s, you moved to Austin. Late 90s, moved to Austin, um, went to work um, in an in-house counsel position for an insurance um, association at the time. Um, and worked there for a few years and then decided, you know, the entrepreneurial bug, it kind of hit. It was like, okay, let's gonna, let's start a, a law practice. And I did that and I uh, had a partner at the time and we launched and started our own firm our way. And I loved doing not only the work, but um, the marketing associated with that and building it and keeping it going. And so that was really um, part of my bug that came out. And I continued that until about 2010 when I launched a solo practice on my own and um, have started also doing some, I had another passion, I should say. So lawyers um, typically are not trained in law school about business, like how to start a law practice, 
how to maintain it. And so I started doing some, what I didn't know at the time was consulting with other lawyers about, you know, how to get into strategic practice areas, how to grow a practice, um, women who were wanting to change practice areas. So I just sort of went into that helping mode again and found out I really enjoy the business of building a business. Mm-hmm. You know, personally, um, I was in a, um, a, a, I participated in a um, mastermind type of program that you put on, which I'll talk about later. But you shared a story about um, in the, downturn of the economy in the late 2000s, how you and your partner brought in someone and how that from a marketing position helped. Meaning, so that's that pivot, that looking, you know, out of the box, in the box, around the box. Why don't you share that with our guests because of the such a time as this? Sure. Well, and there are always changing times. And so as a business owner, we always have to be conscious of what's next, what's around the corner, what may impact us. But during 2008, of course, downturn in in the economy. And as business lawyers, we were actually in-house counsel for small to medium-sized businesses. Well, as they began to feel the economy, they didn't need us as much. And a lot of them would come to us with other problems that we didn't service. Um, unfortunately, as we are in this COVID-19 time, it was, you know, I'm not going to be able to sustain. Um, are you going to help me with reorganization? Um, personally, I can't sustain. And so at the time, I told my partner, I said, I, you know what? I think we need to get ready because we're going to have to do some bankruptcy work. And he's like, how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to find someone who's a special, who that's their specialty area and, and really associate with them and then service our clients that way. So we did. So we brought in someone and um, continued to build that practice. And um, as the need arise, we were there to service. So that's what business really is all about. Where's the need and how can you fulfill that need and solve a problem. And you've said that several times now, which, you know, Sharon Lecter, solve a problem, serve a need. And it truly is the fulcrum of business. And then certainly a leader, certainly a person who's interacting with people and helping people find their place um, or their niche and guiding them. So you then, uh, but also you shared in the uh, mastermind that that was a way to solve a problem and serve a need with your clients for them, but also it became a financial positive in your business. Definitely. Had we not made that pivot and we continued to force things that were not there, we, we knew. I mean, it was just a matter of time that business will always come back, as I believe we will come back from this as well. Mm-hmm. But until that time, you know, how can you... I always ask the question, how can I help you? You know, that really will tell you exactly what you can do. And if you don't provide this service, then there's always a way to associate someone who does. And that's what you do is you continue to serve the need until everybody comes back online with business. And so that's what we did. What came out of that were some additional practice areas that we hadn't anticipated as well. Like people would ask us, do you do wills? And you know, when you start doing wills, 
Um, unfortunately, people die, so we continue to do probate work. So really, that's how we developed a practice based on the needs of the market. And that is, so, like you said, it, it things, I mean, I, I've lived long enough. Are you there, Camille? Yes. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you know, I've lived long enough and have been in business since I was on some level entrepreneurial since I was in my 20s. And um, to see so many ups and downs in, in market and different dynamics in life. And so it is about just holding on to your passion and purpose. But we'll get into that in a little bit. So in the early 2000s, you then, um, I mean, excuse me, um, after the downturn, you said then you evolved into uh, your, uh, beginning to evolve into your own practice. Yes. So 2005, um, about there, started into the practice. But in 2010, I went solo um, because I needed more flexibility in my schedule. And so I just started another solo practice on my own. I kind of know how to do that. Um, again, it's one of those things where um, you're serving a need. And so how can I do that within the confines of the priorities? And so I did. I started my practice, but I also knew at that time that I would start doing more consulting work um, with professionals who, for whatever reason, they were deciding to pivot, um, either exit a business or needing to add additional revenue sources or just figure out what they want to do when they grow up the next season. So I found that to be re very refreshing and very rewarding. And so I knew that eventually I would continue to do that work. And it's been, it's been really a good ride. I, I enjoy the different aspects of people are brilliant. It's a matter of how do you decide what you want to do with your brilliance. And so helping people really get clear about where they fit into solving problems in the marketplace is really fun and the um like you said everyone is brilliant and has their own brilliance but everyone has their own strong suit and they're what really makes them tick and uh so when you started doing this consulting work was it just um it wasn't just direct not just but it was not just directed to clients that you had in your uh, law practice or was it now going out into other fields or or to businesses i should say yeah it was going out into other fields there were typically professionals like lawyers or engineers or it was teachers it could be anyone who and most of the time it was someone who had worn a i call it a uniform or a title of such a licensed kind of professional who now has decided, you know what, maybe I want to do something different, or maybe I need to creatively add more structure to my business in another way. So I just started, um, you know, doing workshops or um, talking to people about what I did. And pretty soon it was word of mouth, really just referrals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what year would this have been now that uh, you started? So were, were you still practicing law at this point? 
Yes, I was still practicing law, but still doing the consulting work. And so the combination of the two is really fulfilling. Uh And that's, you know, that's an interesting point. I hear a lot of people uh, sharing today um, that, you know, they, like you said, they wore for years the uniform and they visualize themselves in that role. But that role is changing and how to change out of that uniform is often very difficult for people uh, to own because it's about visualization, seeing yourself in that role. And how do you help people see that? How do you help them say, take off that suit and go into, a, you know, another suit, a bathing suit, a, you know, whatever suit, you know, yeah. how do you do that? Well, um, first you have to start by realizing we all wear labels. Um, so we're, we're classed by status, right? We're classed by titles. We're classed by um, whether we say have children, don't. So really it's taking off all of your labels and really going deep within yourself to figure out who are you? Like if I don't have any labels, say I'm not even my name. Like I, I am my name, but I was given to me as well. But what else? deep inside you is there. What kind of strengths do you have? What kind of gifts do you have? What really lights you up? What do you enjoy doing? And so if you really get clear on being still enough to really allow those answers to come to the surface, they'll come up. And so that's where we start. Who are you and why are you here? If I were to ask a person that, Um, If they can't answer that, then they've probably not taken the time to do some self-discovery because it changes over time. I am not the same person I was when I graduated law school. I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. So who am I? How am I evolving? Evolving. That's that's the key word in my essence is evolving and being aware of that and knowing that it's time to evolve again you might not just do it but it's you're recognizing in your spirit that it's time to that there's going to be another evolution it's like taking that layer of skin off you know not necessarily exfoliating but that you know like (laughs) think things through from an aesthetic position so then you evolved to um and I don't want to say drop because that's probably not the right word, but to step out of that total uh, law practice suit into a solopreneur as a a coach and uh, the work you're doing today. Yeah, and I really don't call it, it is partly doing some coaching. I'm not really a coach necessarily. I call myself really more of a strategist and also a professional mentor. So because I have the combination of the skill set of knowing how to start businesses, knowing how to pivot, knowing how to market, um, that's the strategy part. Um, And then I call it extracting, you know, your brilliance and helping you put together a strategy to really share that in the marketplace in a way that's meaningful to you. So that became like I just kind of shed my skin of the actual technician part of practicing law because it was it's it's more of a technician i did probate work at one time you know i've done business law 
Um, I've done disability appeals. Those are technical roles. Mm -hmm. And now I get to, this is more of a creative role. Mm -hmm. We get to really um, go, I call it go in the lab and see, you know, what do we want to create here? Mm -hmm. What does the world need and what will fulfill your soul? So in the second half um, of most people's lives I get to work with, it's about creating that second chapter intentionally with meaning and knowing we all have a higher purpose, but it's really interesting that if we don't take the time to discover what that is, we can continue to go through life and never ever really know why we were here. No. And that really is the daily round of really, that's why gratitude journals and gold journals are very important because it sheds light on what you just said about going within and really identifying what is making your heart tick and the goals to move towards those. And, uh, and so you I, I have started <clears throat> various programs. Like you said, you're, you know, working with individuals to help them uh, find their brilliance. I've been blessed to know you as a friend, but also to work with you. Um, and it's very interesting to me uh, as I, uh, just, just really share with people, uh, my guests, their lives and their stories. It's very interesting to me how the essence of the person, what may, makes you tick and how you went into the law field then brings you into the next step. But you, everyone brings their next step together. The, the, the past is brought to the current, meaning that you are a very organized person. <laughs> and you are, but I'm saying that very positively. Okay. And you have such structure. And I'm sharing this to anyone that listens, is listening now, or is going to listen to this on replay. And it'll be on YouTube and, and my Facebook and Camille's Facebook and Instagram. But I have interfaced with many mentor, coach oriented people. But this woman is the real deal to get in and and really identify and help you identify not just broad brushstroke but then tools how to as she has a, a program called monetize your brilliance and it is absolutely an amazing program so what i want to ask you with that is that as i mean obviously you didn't just you know, evolve from your law practice into this, uh, this, because I also, my other goal for people is to hear the stories of individuals and help them see themselves in these stories and help them to understand that they too can do this because we didn't just, you know, start out, you know, I didn't start, uh, creating a skincare line when I was, you know, five, you know, it's, it's been, an evolution but if you look at my thread of me i was creating things like that from a little girl so the stories tell the thread and as you shared camille so many people get so bogged down in their suits that they just lose sight of who they were who they really are and where they can go from here and as my book says it's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams so you 
as I said, uh, um, our friend Jan Goss Gibson calls me a sponge. Oh, Meg, you have everything you need inside of you. Yeah, Jan, but I learned from everybody <laughs> is my response. We and, all do. Yes. And so the blessing of uh, working with you and others, like she and others, is that everyone, for me, to see their their way of doing their heart and soul work. Mm. So share with the our guests um, a little bit about, uh, you know, your... And, and you've said, you know, many times now, solve a problem, serve a need, help people identify their brilliance, get into what they're, you know, who they are and what they want. But share with our guests a little bit about different programs that you have that could help them, meaning not necessarily one-on-one, -on -one, but other um, programs that you have that could help people at a time like this, because that is what I am seeing. People are so confused of how to go from point A to point B. They know they may want to do, a, let's say, a multi-level marketing sales, maybe so. But how do you begin that? How do you work with that? You know, so everyone needs, in my opinion, a, a mentor, a coach, a mastermind. We can't do this alone. So share just a little bit about what you're doing and how you can help people during this season with some things that you have put together with your brilliance. Well, I certainly love kind of priming the pump. And, you know, because we've been in a situation where not only do we have COVID-19, but just the stress of how business has changed and careers have changed and family dynamics have changed. Um, I always say start small with just things that you can reflect on. So like I have a, a program called Discover Your Purpose so you can love your business and life. And it's starting that whole journey of going inside, sitting still and answering some questions. Um, and so I lead you through that. It's kind of one of those things that you can do on your own. And you can journal and come up with answers. And then it really surprises you some of the things that will come up for you. Mm -hmm. I have another, um, and you know, those things are short that you could do over a 30, you know, 45 day period. I also have an online program that um, is self-propelled too called Fearless Abundance. And I love that. That's one of the first things that it's an audio program where I walk you through those questions of who are you and why are you here? Um, answering those questions and, and knowing that you're here to trust yourself to know who, that, who you are and that you're enough. You know, there are a lot of us that don't realize that having a uniform, and I, I can just speak for me, mm -hmm. sometimes you become the uniform because that's who people say you are. So you're a lawyer. And I'm more than a lawyer. Who am I as a person? And trusting that Camille, the Camille that's the introvert, the Camille that's, you know, this is a stretch for me to be on this program. I'm not typically an extrovert, but trusting that I'm enough, that sharing with you and being authentic to who I am and just expressing myself, that's enough. So Really, fearless abundance kind of takes you back to the beginning to go, you know what? I know who I am and I am enough. Um, and I should trust that. And so being ready to receive whatever that purpose is for you. Because again, 
It's waiting on you. But on the other side of that, there are people that you are here to serve. So fearless abundance is about being fearless about who you are and just standing up and saying, you know what? I'm Camille. This is who I am, like it or not, but I'm here to serve. So that's two kind of programs you could just get started on. Um, and then from there, people get really excited about what they discover. And from there, you can start into, maybe I do want to monetize my brilliance. Maybe I want to figure that out and I want to form a business um, or I want to add an additional um become a consultant, or maybe I want to start something totally new or something I've had in my heart for a long time, but I've just not known how to take those logical steps. And that's where Monetize Your Brilliance can help you yes, with yes. the blueprint of how to do it and how yes. to make sure you're following. I like, I like a map. Like I don't, I'm not all over the place. I really like what steps do I need to take what do I need to watch out for? What's important to look for? And so that's what that program really does for people. Well, first, firstly, I really appreciate you trusting me and knowing that I will uh, extract the brilliance and that uh, for our guests, because truly that is my motivation with this. It's not, it's not about me. It's about you, but also sharing your brilliance and your heart and soul with guests that are watching this to see themselves in us that we can do you can do whatever your hearts desire it's just putting that plan together i do want to say hello to some folks that have been with us and shahar aziz and kelly freeman hello boss babes big boss and deborah boone thank you for joining us my love and christy Bhutan and Jessica Campos. Hello, Jessica. And Dale Sowell and Alicia Jones. And I apologize if I'm not saying your names correctly. And Janetta Bushy. Janetta Bushy and I went to high school together on Long Island. And hello, yeah. my love. And, and Michael Luna. So good to have you today on Unique Leaders Podcast and my beautiful guest, Camille Walker. And we're just sharing um, about ways that um, Camille and her programs can help people identify uh, what the next step in their lives are. And it, as I shared earlier a minute ago, it's never too early or too late. That's one thing I hear often is, oh, I'm X, Y, Z. Well, I'm about to have my 70th birthday. I hate to say that, Miss Janetta, too. But, um, but the bottom line is um, I have just sold my businesses and um, consulting with the owner, Rich Ryan, and I'm putting other things together. And I'm very excited about all of it. And I share that only from the standpoint of it's never too late to pivot and change and evolve. And so, you know, with people of, let's say, but I also have staff that are, you know, late 20s and saying, oh, you know, this, um, oh, you know, that type of thing, you know, that they didn't go out and start their own business. And my response is, I didn't start my first business until I was 42. You know, I did other entrepreneurial things, but the actual business, I was 42, uh, my first skincare brand. So um, it's never too early or too late to, you know, to create the life of your dreams. Look at your story. It's an evolution and each step leads to the next step. And so what would you say in general, just in general, 
meaning you have very, uh, you know, very focused uh, structures that, and we'll have your information uh, where they can reach you, um, you know, as we finish. But what would you share if somebody walked up to you, let's say back in the day or in the future when we can go to a networking uh, event and they say to you, uh, Camille, I've just been struggling. What's my first step? What do I do? I'm just, I want to leave, not necessarily law practice, but a corporate job. You know, what do I do? I've always wanted to, and I'm not even going to conjecture, but I've always wanted to do X, Y, Z. What would you say to that person? Just like a snap. What would you say? Well, and to me, the first step would be clarity. Mm -hmm. um, so, so what is it about what you were doing that you no longer want to do? And also, what are your desires toward what's pulling you forward? Mm -hmm. So really, clarity is the most important step with anything I believe that we do. And so get I would say, just be. That's my favorite line. Just be. Mm -hmm. Just be mm -hmm. still. Just be um, still. Yes, yeah. yeah, just be still. Yeah. Because yeah. the answers are within. And if we can get quiet enough and rested enough, um, those answers will come bubbling up if it's safe. Sometimes it's not safe because we haven't really allowed that space uh, to hear ourselves think. So clarity is first. Take a nap. Uh, take a nap? Is that what you take said? Take a nap. Yeah. But, but that's also why, I, I, you know, so many people from Tony Robbins to, uh, you know, Jim Rohn to Zig Ziglar to Sharon Lecter will say, you know, it's that power of association. And, but that can be tricky. Um, and, you know, like you said uh, earlier, in this time of um, a much more singular lifestyle, mm -hmm. and I mean, you and I are both single, but even in a home where there's a husband and a wife or children or a single parent, um, you're not having that same fulfillment of being out there, you know, mm -hmm. of the spirit and, and to fulfill the need. What would you say some, uh, and I'm asking Camille these questions a little different than I normally do with mm -hmm. unique leaders, but I'm asking these Camille because I've been thinking a lot about them uh, for others and you have such a heart of solving a problem and serving a need. And I see this more and more prevalent on Facebook as the months go on. And what would you say would be, uh, you just shared about going within, what are some of the tools that you use to do that? Because you're human too. Um, well, I'll tell you, there's two strategic times that our body will have to relax when we're tired is the first one. So right before, well, usually in the morning, um, you'll have a waking time. And that's before all of your brain goes crazy about everything you need to do. And so I usually will capture those moments by just thinking about what is my intention today? You know, what do I intend to do? How do I wanna show up today? And it's really about me. It's not about doing. It's about being, like my being. How do I want to show up? So taking that time in the morning to gather your thoughts will allow yourself to really go deep with what's, what's, what's going on down there, what's bubbling in your heart. Mm 
And then the other strategic time, believe it or not, depending on whether you're a night shower person or an early morning shower person, the shower is one of the other places where your guard will relax. And if you can go to the shower with those questions, you know, who am I? Who am I? Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? The shower is a great place. So asking questions is a prime, it's a prime tool without anything else. Because if you wait, you'll get the answer. But if you never ask, it'll just go unnoticed. And I, as you were speaking, I was saying, those are amazing tools. And that they are tools, tools in your toolbox. Write those down, folks, and I'll put those up because they are truly times when you're here instead of here and you're going within and uh, whether it, whatever spirit is to you, you are going to that spirit place and those answers bubble up. They do. They, and they may not be an answer. It could be just a, ah, oh, yes, those aha moments right. at that moment. So those are two great tools. And one of the things with this structure right here, I'd like to share with our guests, again, we're just human beings. We're doing life. We're no different than anyone else. Right. And, and these points that we're sharing are valuable to anyone, at the, anyone at any place in one's life. It's about being quiet. It's yes. about being quiet and going within and thinking through not thinking, but allowing spirit to come and guiding. Yes, very, very fabulous tools. Um, now, we do have a few other guests that have joined us. Vicki Mercer. Oh, my goodness, Vicki. Vicki was my first, my first full-time employee with Glycolique. Wow. Yes. And Vicki... Um, I'll share this because this is applicable to what we're talking about. The suit, when we did trade shows, and we always had a classroom with a trade show. I normally don't go this to me, but this, I'm going to bring it back to you. Um, <clears throat> uh, I would go into this, the classroom and set that up because Vicki said, you can't set up this booth. Hmm. Why? Because she didn't want me to have the suit of the worker bee, she wanted me to have the suit of the owner of this company. Because mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm just in the trenches with everyone. Mm -hmm. I always felt that way, always will feel that way. But Vicki said to me, Megan, you have competition. They don't set up their booths. You go, we do. And so oh. she, but, but I share this because it helped me begin to think because it took years, Camille, years, I'm talking about years mm -hmm. before I started marketing me as the expert. Wow. Years, years and years and years. And I, I know exactly when it started and happened and it was with the spa, but it still wasn't right in the beginning, but she mm -hmm. put that seed in my brain saying, you've got to market yourself as what you're doing. Right. So right. We, we have touched on this a bit where people, again, with that suit. Oh, excuse me. There were a few other people. I got off on um, Miss Vicky there. 
And Alex Jackson, hello, that's Lisa's daughter. And Susan Cosgrove, nice to see you. So, <clears throat> um, so we we're talking about the suit, the image, you know, and get stepping out of that. And and so that's why I shared that story when I saw Vicky. Um, she's not often on here, but occasionally you pop up. But she has been such an integral person of my life, of those special moments. Mm -hmm. So share a little bit about special people in your lives that um, have been, and I don't, you don't have to name names, but I'm saying that helped you with pivotal moments like that. You know, going back to, I, you know, before mentoring coaching was popular, when I got my first legal job, my supervisor was incredible. Um, he understood kind of that how you can feel like a fraud at times like you graduated law school you get a license and you're told okay here's your first project right because you're freaking out going i'll figure it out but i remember him sitting with me and talking about um seeing some of my strengths and seeing my abilities and then talking about he would say you know camille i think that you believe you're president of the professional women's syndrome and I'd go, what's that? And he said, you think you're a fraud, but you're really not. You're brilliant. He would tell me that over and over and over. And I said, how do you know I feel that way? And he said, most people do. He said, men feel that way too, uh, but they just don't own it. Um, but I, I just want you to know that, you know, when you step into something, your competence will come. He was one person. I want to, wanted to mention him just because um, he could see the best in everyone. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the pivotal moments in my career. So when I began to have the opportunity to hire attorneys, I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to bring out the best in them. So um, kudos to Paul Davidson, just because he was that person. Um, he's no longer with us. But along the way, I have always had people in my life, either friends or people that have been brought into my experience, for that particular season and so i am so grateful for that because i am not where i am because i figured it all out but i have had strategic people along the way that are brought into my experience when i'm ready to go to the next level and you megan are one of those you are a person of just i mean mystique at first but i understand where your heart is and you just bring out the best in people and so I tend to hang with people like you, okay? <laughs> well, you know, thank you. And when you said that about Paul, I was thinking back to Vicki and how <clears throat> deep in the heart of New Jersey, New York, Texas, wherever, that's why it was the worker bee in the booth because mm. of that fraud syndrome. You know, who am I? And yeah. so it took years for me to have proved to myself that I was that expert in that field. And so that's another very important piece here in this unique leaders right now that I hope we share that because I, you know, we all have our, what people perceive, like you said, yes. Camille, the yes. attorney, Camille, the brilliant one, Camille, but you're Camille. Yes. And, Camille, and so those are the things know, that all all kinds of things that we don't see behind the scenes that make people who they are, my experiences, you know, you just life experiences. 
and also personality. I mean, yeah. So I love that if we could take off the labels, like if we all got a chance to just take off the labels, including our name and just really be who we are, the world would be really an interesting place. Cause again, we're here to serve and support each other. Mm -hmm. Amen. Absolutely here to serve and support each other. Yeah. And this, you know, the pandemic or the, uh, I, I'd rather call it, you know, when we were locked in, um, Elizabeth and I, you know, I said, I cannot to myself, I cannot go dark. I just have to, you know, and I had started doing some uh, live stuff. And so I said to my staff, let's start doing podcasts. And that's how all this started. And then one day I interviewed somebody else and um, but that didn't work out so well because we didn't know StreamYard yet. So you can't have this split screen on Facebook. So that didn't work out so well. So but it uh, forced Elizabeth and I to seek further, you know, but yeah. that was the first thing. And, and um, with this one person and uh, and the girls, too, at the staff. And I saw how people just enjoyed that. But I love people. And but most importantly, I love to know about you and what makes you tick to help other people, for myself as well, but for other people, because it truly does. So this is not about me. And honestly, it's not as much about you, but no. it's about them. You know? Right, we it can is. Help. Right, that we can help. So I end every uh, Unique Leaders with a question. Sure. And it begins with um, Three Feet from Gold and Sharon Lecter and Greg Reed's uh, success formula, okay? And it's passion. Mm -hmm. Uh, times talent plus association uh, plus uh, action plus faith or times faith or whatever equals success. But my question is, so here's passion and talent. And so what is your passion and what are your talents? My passion is people. I am a people lover. I have always been, people intrigue me. Um, what is my talent? My talent is just my ability to, I have a really ability to discern what people are thinking, what they're going through. I can bring out the best in them. I'm a strategy person. And then I have this intuitive ability that goes off the chart with ideas for the marketplace. Mm -hmm. So I can talk about something and then all of a sudden ideas will drop um, from God. They just drop in my spirit and I know that they're good ideas. So that's my talent. What a magnificent duo of passion of people and talent of strategizing and putting it together with the, uh, the backing and the help from the big guy. So yeah. that is, yes, just uh, being aware listen, be quiet, be aware. So if anyone is looking for, and I stress, it, it is, um, this woman has amazing programs that can begin on any level. And I just welcome you, hearken, hearken you to reach out to her because she is just that special and important and um, to help others solve a problem and serve a need. Well, Camille, thank you for joining me today on Unique Leaders Podcast. And uh, we'll put all this information up. There's a few other people I do want to say hello to. Owen 
here is Miss Pam Biddle. I, so Pam, I really welcome you to watch this whole show. Um, but Pam Biddle and uh, Clayton Perry and Chad Anderson, thank you guys for joining us today, Camille and I. But this will be, you know, on Facebook and it'll be on YouTube and my um, website and all over the place. So it's that good to listen again to this because there's so many nuggets of hope and possibilities, but very tangible, very black and white um, things to really glean from and grow with. So thank you, Camille. And we'll be in the green room in a minute. To well, say thank goodbye. you, Megan. This was a privilege to be on. I, I love sharing um, anything I can do to help and support. Is, is, is it all? Thank you, dear. Bye. So folks, thank you all for joining us. And if you're still on with us, I really appreciate that. If you could share this out, um, it would help so many people because this is a very unique time, such a time as this. And Camille is a very unique, special, brilliant woman. And I know that her material will help many, but also to give hope and infinite possibilities. Also, if you could like my new Facebook page, the official Megan DiMartino on Facebook, that would be very, very appreciated. Um, this is on my personal page, and we're building that business page, the Megan D, official Megan DiMartino. So that'd be great. Uh, we'll continue to be on this as well, but I would love you to join me on that Facebook page. And if you have any questions, uh, feel free to go to my website, megandemartino.com, and there's a, a question area. You can just put it in, and I would love to assist you in anything that you need. I can guide you to people like Camille and other people that have uh, really skill sets that would assist you in uh, their need, your particular need. But I look forward to seeing you again on Monday for Motivation Monday and then next Friday for Unique Leaders Podcasts. Again, thank you for joining me. Have a blessed weekend. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Unique Leaders Podcast. If we said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at megandemartino.com. I have a free gift for you, my book, Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I would truly appreciate it. Be blessed.